1: this is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. A great example here Jim Larenaga from Miami. He's had a great run over mm-hmm. the stretch of many, many years where he has had to adapt to like the differences in college hoops and how it's gone from, you know, one style of play to another mm-hmm. to the NIL deals. So, do you think that gives him an advantage, uh, the coaching there for Miami?
0: i do because what i think is that and look they have a a tough road they're getting seven points they're playing houston number one team in the tournament but i will say this jim laranaga is he when you talk about great stories jim laranaga is Mm -hmm. a great story we all know what he did with george mason and miami kind of took a flyer, and you never know just because you have an incredible run with a smaller school doesn't mean you're cut out for maybe a bigger time program But Jim Laranega has been. He has one of the best guard sets in all of college basketball, and they're back in the Sweet 16 for the second consecutive season. Miami is a football school. Let's just be honest about it. So the fact that he has been able to take this team to where it is, I think, speaks highly of how he is as a head coach. Now, they'll be outclassed, I think, talent-wise against Houston, but certainly I would never discount someone. Do you think Jim Laranega is bothered by being a seven-point dog to Houston? when he made the Final Four with George Mason? No, not at all.
1: Well, and also, it's a matchup of two very senior head coaches. Kelvin Sanson yeah. has been at the University of Houston since 2014, and he's had a long career, uh, starting back in 1979 as a GA for Michigan State, went to the NBA for a while, was an assistant for the Rockets and the Bucks. So if there's ever a matchup where maybe the coaching is neutralized by the other side, it's probably this game in Miami against Houston. Yeah.
0: I agree, and I keep an eye on Marcus Sasser. We keep saying this, but again, before that game against Auburn, Kelvin Sampson said, yeah, Marcus is about 60%, but then they have Traymond Mark, and he scored 26 in that game. But Houston, I think this, this week will help them, and Sasser should certainly be healthier than he was over the past weekend. When you look at Texas taking on Xavier, and the early line is Texas laying four, Texas looks really good right now. I know I'm biased, but when you talk about defense and this was my point I was trying to make earlier is that like Texas is known for its defense. We know that, but they were very, very good defensively against Penn state. Texas only went one of 13 from three point land against the Nittany lions. So that's the point I was trying to make is that Penn state was very good. They certainly made that run at the end of the game where they took the lead by a point. It looked like Texas might give it up before they made their own run behind Dylan to but if Texas shoots well and they play that trademark defense, then they're really dangerous. It's We know the defense is going to be there. The question is, will the shooting be there? Conversely, Xavier presents a, a lot of problems because you talk about they might be one of the more balanced teams remaining in the tournament. Like a lot of different guys in Xavier's lineup can get it done. And that's, that's a real boon for them. They can be, Texas can beat you in a lot of different ways, but Xavier might be the more balanced team.
1: So what do you make of this number? Because I think once it gets over three and a half, that's when I start to worry. Because I think if you like Texas outright, like at three and a half, I'm willing to lay it. But at four and a half, does this number make you nervous?
0: Yeah, it does. Texas looks re- – what impresses me most about the Longhorns is that their defense has kind of always been there, but offensively they could get stagnant at times. And right now their offense is flowing maybe better than it has all season. They are really mm-hmm. getting open looks for everyone. Involved. Now, if they're hitting those shots or not, okay, fine. But they're getting good looks, and they have they will have the most talent on the floor. But, man, when when Xavier defeated Pitt, like all five starters were in double figures in that game. Nunji in the middle is a beast. Adam Kunkel was just dropping shots from everywhere. I think I might kind of take Xavier and the points. And, and and I'm with you. It just seems a little too – I think people can jump on the Texas bandwagon. And Texas is more of a publicly bet team than Xavier. But I think at four, four-and-a-half points, I think Xavier is the right side.
1: Four-and-a-half almost seems like you need like – I'm not going to say blowout, but a right. comfortable win. So you can't have a close game in Texas really cover this number. The other mm-hmm. number that stood out to me is the total, 147 and a half, which I know if you look at the totals of some of these games, you know, it's warranted, but still, we were talking about the unders trend when we have a reset and there is a break in the action because there's a break from, you know, these weekends games mm-hmm. till what Thursday and Friday. This number seems really high.
0: I think so too. Like there's this is what I would say, if this goes over Xavier probably wins and if it goes under Texas wins that 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 to me seems like the way it should play out because as good as Texas is as much talent as they have they've got to play better defense I don't know I I think that's probably I'm with you immediately that seems way way too high right
1: yeah especially with these defenses because I think if you have two good defenses squaring off, mm-hmm. like maybe you can slow them down just to tick. because that's the thing I noticed in that first Texas game against Colgate, like they were getting so many open looks like it was just easy. They were scoring, you know, just right and left just on the layup line because nobody could defend the paint against Texas, but we don't have a ton of time left in this segment. Who do you think mm-hmm. comes out of this region?
0: Ooh, ah, I think it's Houston. I think, I think Texas has a really good shot. I really do. And look, you can say I'm a homer, but at the end of the day, Texas has is playing very good basketball, objectively. And there's a lot of people that like them before the tournament. I think it's going to be Houston, though. I just feel like this is their year. And the fact that Sasser has an extra week. He still scored 22 points, had five three-pointers in beating Auburn. We didn't even know if he's going to play. And so he has that extra week. That will be huge for him. And I think ultimately, Houston's just the best team. You can make an argument that they're better than Alabama. I think it's going to be Houston. I know that's an easy answer to get, but I think it's the Cougars.
1: I'll go Texas. And I think you are shying away from them because they're your school and you don't want to sound like a homer. But I think they look really good. I think they can do it in multiple ways. So we'll see. I'll be rooting for you.
0: Thank you. I hope so as well. But yeah, I don't want to sound like too much of a homer, even though my eyes tell me, man, this team is really playing great right now.